On this episode of the Quip Pop Podcast, it's WrestleMania week. Ace and Jake decide that they're going to ignore all that and talk about everything else that's going on in wrestling and giving a little bit of a touch on what you can expect for Quick Pop Mania. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Quick Pop Podcast, the only podcast setting sail for WrestleMania so we can plunder and pillage you just for a box of bootios. I, once again, am Jake. All the nicknames will be said by this guy right here, the other host, Ace. Uh, let's see. We got Jazzy, Bad Take, uh, Juicy, Jambalaya, the... Uh, uh, there was something, something raining, something, something, modern era, something, something. Dark side. Uh, yeah, all those things. <laughs> something, something. Dark side. Going to have to come up with it. Something, yeah, something, something, dark side. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad to, to be here. Uh, We're here to, I do it right? for him. Like, uh, Ace of Spades cards. Ace uh, that disgraces faces. Ace that is not a champion. Ace that uh, is whoa, on the mic that whoa, but isn't good whoa, at talking whoa, into whoa. it. Ace whoa, that whoa. I'm not good at. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You you're calling out me out for not being a champ. Where's your belt? Uh, I'm picking it up this weekend. Because I, I don't believe you're champ either. Picking up this weekend. No, ironically, our, our returning guest star is the current holder of said belt. Go figure. Go figure. Uh, want, want it on a fluke, technically. Is it? Listen, with our pickums, is there any other way to win it? Well, to clarify, uh, it, it's uh, Nell that uh, won it, and he won it. Uh, because he predicted that Alexa would win, and we all just assumed that it would be a wash match and like EQ or whatever. I wanted a murder. I wanted a murder. Does that make me a well, bad think, person, Ace? No, it doesn't make you a bad person. I think most of us were convinced that this wasn't going to be a match. Yeah. In fact, the referee was never in the ring until he counted three. Did you think the ref was going to disqualify the fiend? Uh, also, well, in, in, even more important question: Did a bell ever ring to signify that a match had? It started? did not. It did not. That's that's what was the most wild to me is that it did not. That's neither here nor there, ladies and gentlemen. As I said in the intro, we are on our way, not on the road, on the sea to WrestleMania, and. If you are We're on the watching, Suez Canal to WrestleMania. Yes, if you are we are we are canoeing our way to WrestleMania. There's um, no boats in the way. It's just all all the way. Yep. I mean if you're Michael Phelps, you just dived in the water and you're just gunning it to, to, over there to Tampa. Um so uh that being said, yeah. who cares about all this uh WrestleMania nonsense? Uh it's quick pop mania season, y'all. That's right. The best mania. You know what, Ace? You know what, Ace? Toast to that. Oh, do you hear that? Had crisp guana sound. Ah, guarana, not guana. Please, let's not get it confused. Let's add the R. <laughs>
please like let's okay, make sure fun fact, fun fact Ace, you may not know the cc how dare you how dare you try to correct me so fun fact is that it is actually it is not that it is goana but the thing is is it is not the bat poop like you think it is is goana which is totally different it is a special fruit found in the tropical forces of south america uh, in an indigenous area in Brazil, and that is what makes balls the most delicious energy drink you will ever have. How dare you to, to correct me and assume that I mispronounced a word? How dare you, sir? Because you left out the R. How dare you? I, I'm looking at the pronunciation right now. You left out the R. <laughs> How dare and that's the, that's the key distinguishing thing. I'm telling that, you, it's, it's, it's Goana. Is that's what it is. But yes, it's Gowana. I'm looking at it right here. I know, and you are, apparently your eyes do not work. Let's get on to a different subject, and we don't need to spend a whole podcast about why you're obviously wrong, and I did not mispronounce anything. How dare you? Dare I'm, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> just playing it. I can even play it in slow, just to be sure. Anyway, so speaking of overseas, ladies and gentlemen, the Quick Papa Mania stretches so much more than WrestleMania. And over the weekend, yesterday, to be uh, precise, if you are watching this live on Ace's Twitch stream, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling had an event. And earlier this week, prior to this event, they debuted the new New Japan Pro Wrestling World Championship. Ace. What did you think of the belt? Well, you you asked me at the time, and uh, it, it almost, you almost seemed surprised at my uh, at my response because I I kind of like it. I kind of like the belt. Now that I have seen a champion walk out with it, now that I've seen it around a shoulder, strapped around a waist, I'm warming to it more. Um, I still think. It is it is a nice looking championship belt uh, uh, made by uh, belts by Dan. Uh, but I will say this. I think it is. It's a good looking lightweight championship. It is a good looking intercontinental U.S. type championship. It I like I understand the shaping of it. They went they went after the shape of the original New Japan Heavyweight Championship. The one before uh, before the, the, the Big Daddy we, we've seen throughout the few years. Right, um, right. So, like, I don't hate it. Some people are just completely crapping on it. I don't think it's a bad belt design. I just think it, it just doesn't feel like the belt. You know, the other New Japan title, that, like, when you saw that, there's no question. It's like, oh, that's the one everyone wants. That's the main title. When you see this, I don't immediately go to, oh, that's what everyone is vying for. And so that's my one problem with it. Um, That being said, I mean, when I saw that belt and it's like, oh, it's the new belt. Who's champion? Koto Ibushi. Who's he facing? Will Ospreay? Oh, yeah, that belt was made for those guys. That like like just all of their like high flyingness and everything. The fact that there's like wings on the belt uh, and stuff like that. It's like yeah, that was made for a Will Offspray, uh, uh, Koto Ibushi type of wrestler. Right. That being um, said, um, Will Offspray uh, beats Koto Ibushi. 
Um, and going into the match, he was the Rev Pro Heavyweight Champion. He is uh, the first uh, British-born uh, New Japan Heavyweight Champion. He is uh, the first British-born person to have both the British and New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, titles at the same time. The last wrestler to have both of those titles at the same time was AJ Styles. Uh, so he's in elite air right now. Um, and at the end of the match, he declared that he wants uh, Okada, the man that he cannot beat. Uh, Goto came out and stopped it. And now at the next New Japan show, it'll be Goto versus uh, Will Ospreay to determine, uh, you know, to uh, determine, you know, if Will Ospreay still keeps the title. And whoever wins that match will go to face uh, Okada, which is going to be Will Ospreay. Uh, right. I believe it's in May. Um, I forget the name of the event because it's a new event name for them. But um, it's going to be at the Tokyo Dome. So uh, it's not Wrestle Kingdom, but they are doing uh, a big show in May at the Tokyo Dome. And it's going to most likely be headlined by Okada versus Osprey, uh, but this time for the belt. And yeah, that sounds very intriguing. Sounds like a whole ton of fun. I I mean, even I, even I, who am not like big <coughs> New Japan wrestling enjoyer, uh, can get behind that. Did you before before we leave? I know we have other stuff to t- touch on. Just real quick, did you see the uh, New Japan Strong title that they uh, yeah. released? I believe it was yesterday. I, yeah, I believe I uh, I shared it in the in our chat the other day. That's right, said that's right, you did. What did you think of that one? Talked about that. One. That one's got a class, more classic look. It's see, a much more like larger oval shape. I like that title. I really do. My my one problem, and it's just it's it's nitpicky me with anyone that does this, is they are making this title for anyone that doesn't know, New Japan Strong comes on on uh uh Friday nights, and it is them it is their way of trying to get even further into the American market by if COVID wouldn't hit, it would have been a show that would have took place in America. They've been signing American talent such as uh uh ACH um and and some other ones and so this is the title for that show my one problem is the centerpiece of that championship is a symbol for the show i always hate when they make a title for a show and they're like i just put the show symbol on there i'm like no the show symbol isn't the company or anything else but but you are correct it is more traditional i don't say are you referring to i don't know the tnt title Yeah, a little bit. Even little though bit. I, will, I, I will, I will say this. I will say this. Now that they've added the gold, now that they've changed yes. the leather to black, I think it looks way better. Yeah, the leather. It's gold. It's black. There's a lot more black, like inlining, and like yes. it's great that it's all gold. But like a lot more of that black detailing work really actually causes that gold to pop better. Yes. Yeah, and like because the red within like the red little scroll that said champion, when you make it black leather, but kept the red scroll as champion, it makes that pop. Um, yeah, like I think this version of that title is the best. That being said, yes, I am talking about that. Um, I, I think having TNT so I don't mind the big letters TNT, but it's just, yeah, I, I was talking about that. I mean, that was I the get that it's everything a, else. I get that it's a TV title. I get that. It just, I don't know. It when, cause here's the thing. 
you know, heaven forbid they ever have to find a new network. Yeah. That title is going to just be awkward. In all honesty, when they first did that title, I think they did that, made it the TNT title because they just re-signed with TNT. I think this was another way of them being like, hey, if you're in it for the long haul, we are too. And I think it was like, I guess I guess what I mean by that is more just like like you you look at, you know, do I think TNT is going to drop AEW? Absolutely not. Uh, But then you look at but then you look at NXT, you know, with their great relationship with USA Network, but they're dropping them off Wednesdays. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, but that but I mean, that they, they were never like trying to get rid of them. No, but it's just like, hey, by the way, we're putting something else in that slot. So I don't think like necessarily TNT would get rid of them. Just like I don't think USA Network is truly getting rid of them so much as like they're like, hey, we kind of have other plans for that slot. Uh, But I'm just saying, like, I don't know, unless you know beyond knowing that that's where you're, you know, that's where your title is going to live and that's where your show is going to live is on TNT. I mean, that's very risky to be like, all right, cool. This is our mainstay title. That's like true. even WWE never had like a t- like they had TV titles, like, you know, ones that were designed for TV, you know, the, the weekly stuff. 24 seven champion comes to mind. Yeah. Um, but they never they, I don't know. They never gave it like, oh, it's the USA title or it's the the Fox title, you know. It just—it seems very high, oh, listen, high risk, high reward. I would be okay with a Fox title if the center plate was the old school 20th century Fox with the lights crossing and stuff. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. And and when they uh, unveil the title, they have to do the old roll before movies. The dun, 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 dun. yeah, I'd be fine. Um, you know what? You know what? SmackDown. There you go. Make a Fox title. I'm okay um, with it now. But yeah, the the New Japan Strong title, I think my only other gripe, uh, I'm not really a fan, a super fan of the black lettering in the middle, if only because at a distance, it kind of like kind of blends together. Are you talking about Um, with the New Japan Strong title? Yes, the New Japan Strong title. The 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 NJPW works, but the strong like it could like if you're looking at that title from a distance. I've got a close up photo I'm looking at, but I could see from a distance. It's black lettering on top of a black shaped background, and so it's just like yeah. "Mm, Now you're getting into just embossed, and it's kind of. It would have been interesting if they added maybe a little bit of blue lettering in there or something. Yeah, like some blues, some white, like, I don't know, just something to kind of like, even if the background behind strong was white instead of black, yeah, <laughs> like the, the shape that it's on. Um, and uh, more, more colored jewels. It's got the one little blue jewel at the top. It'd be neat. Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Either that or do away with the blue jewel. One of the two, either do away with yeah, it or because the, like they've got the little like. I would imagine zirconiums. I don't imagine those are all diamonds, but they've got the zirconiums around the, the border and then just this one random blue at the top. And it's like, oh, okay. It's like, cool. All in all, it looks good. It has a very classic feel to it with just the plain, you know, I would, well, I, plain's kind of a understatement. I don't think either the of simplistic these titles, side plates, I should say. Yeah. I don't think either of these titles are 
holy crap, that title, you know? But I also don't think either of them are the 24-7 title, uh, the WWE Billboard titles, you know? Like, I don't think they're that bad. Well, like, and the, the sad thing is, like, the uh, the Universal Championship has grown on me a little bit. Um, yeah. if If only because, like, as much as I hate it, but after so long of it being like uh, on on SmackDown, uh, that blue, you know, because it's not like, oh, we brought out the blue version when it's the blue universal title and we bring out the red one when it's over on, uh, on Raw. I, I don't know. Now that it's been on SmackDown and it's been established as the SmackDown title, uh, I kind of like it. Uh, the blue is a nice touch. You don't usually see a lot of blue belts. It reminds me of the old, like, very light blue teal internet intercontinental championship belt. Like, yeah, yeah, the Shawn Michaels. As one. silly as silly as the branded title belts are, when it's the only one of its kind, because there's not like a red. I know there's technically a red one floating around, but there's not one actively floating around. the The tag team titles. That's a different story altogether. It's weird. That there's just the SmackDown bring back the old like this is the WWE tag team titles and these are the heavyweight tag team titles like or the world tag team titles like I don't know when they're just directly branded it um, it's weird because it feels like all right cool now you're locked into Raw now you're locked into SmackDown whereas the world you know world tag team titles that could go on either show yeah but it just feels like like okay a prime example is when. They had Street Profits and New Day literally swap titles because they were now on the opposite shows. Like they had won the tag team titles and the draft happened and New Day went to. Yeah, they just uh, handed the titles over and they just handed the titles over. That to me is where it really illustrated like, ah, these red and blue titles, they're they're neat. They sell. They're very kid friendly, Um, but it just really destroys the allure of like they're just props. Like, I know uh, we got on to somebody one time for saying that the titles are just props. And if we all took a, a an adult seat, yes, that's the whole point of the title belt. It's supposed to be a prop to make that person important. We are still watching a television show here. <laughs> but, you know, there is the, still the, the like, the company has faith in me enough to have this title. But that's a, that's a whole other story. <laughs> When you do that weird swap, that's when it really highlights the fact that they're literally just props. Because if they were just the WWE Tag Team Champs and the World Tag Team Champs, there would be no necessitation for a swap. It'd just be like, oh, well, they're on this brand now. But because they had won the titles and then were drafted to the other brand, they they were like, oh, well, we got to give you the one that matches your team color. And it's just like, no, like just have just have them on the wrong shows and it'd be a constant fight where people from smackdown are challenging them at every pay-per-view because they want to bring it back to their brand make it a thing like we got your thing now i've always thought that with their tag teams being so depleted both men's and women's those two they've only got like one or two good teams yeah those titles should literally be whoever is champion can appear on both shows and yeah. one month as a SmackDown team challenges, one month a Raw team challenges, like they used to do uh, when there like, was two different shows and only one heavyweight title. Like it, it. Uh, I, I hate to use this as a reference point because, man, if we're talking about titles that don't have any luster behind them, the women's tag team titles. Yeah, well, I mean, it's also um, a champion. This. 
it's not only who the champion is, it just feels like there's like there's no prestige behind it. Like when Sasha and Bailey won it first and then had a really good run with it. Yeah. Wow, okay. That cool. And they were taking on all current. Lately it just feels like lately it just feels like if you're not in the championship uh you know hunt for either the SmackDown women's or the Raw women's, if you're not there, you're getting the women's 24-7 equivalent of the women's tag teams. Find yourself a buddy, go out there and try. That's why whenever they're like, ah, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax retain, I was like, and like they're they don't feel like champions because it always feels like they have singles feuds and the other person's just kind of dragged on. You know, when Nia was feuding with Carmella, it just feels like they were feuding over Reginald and yeah. uh Carmella's tag team partner and Nia Jack like or Shayna Baszler are just kind of like, well, my partner's fighting, so I guess I'm fighting. Uh when you know when uh Natalia or not Natalia, uh Lana was having her you know return beef with Naya. Naomi was kind of like, Oh, well, I guess I'm gonna help my partner out. And Shane is just like, Well, I guess I gotta help Naya out. Like it feels like the women's tag team championships are where singles feuds that aren't ch- the championship, like the main championship based, go to live. Because there's no women's feuds that aren't title based. Yeah, I just I think those titles would be better suited for, like I said, bouncing around. Because uh, you're well, correct mean, in everything. The you tag teams do technically yeah. bounce. It's just they don't. There's no drive. There's no like, gotta win this. Yeah, they've definitely lost their prestige. One, yeah, I think the right. the two biggest problems are one, there's not strong women's tag champ or tag teams. Uh, I think there could be better. I think I, there is something to say with some of like Lana and Naomi. They seem to be doing okay. Uh, Natalia and whoever she's with right now. That just shows how like little I know. Um, just there's not any good women's tag teams like uh, of Sasha and Bailey caliber, for example, or even uh, Bliss Cross. Those are like the last two good tag teams I can think of in the women's division. Um, so there's that. And then there's these like huge gaps in between when they get defended. Yeah, that always seems to be the one title that it's like randomly goes two or three months without being defended. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that's still a thing. That and the SmackDown Tag Team Champions also go like, yeah, like how they're not at WrestleMania and they just announced a match for the week after WrestleMania. They announced a match for Friday as well. Oh, no, that's it. They announced a match for Friday. That's what it was. Here's the thing. Night before WrestleMania, they get God for the love of God. Have a false finish. Have a have some shenanigans. Put that on the regular card. I know they won't. That won't happen. I know they won't. But like, you've got every other title being defended. So we have a bunch of tag teams going for this. Ace. This is basically. I mean, this is basically a WrestleMania match. Do you want Ziggler and Rude to retain? Or do you want them to lose? And if they lose, who do you want to win? 
Who who are they facing this Friday? Oh, God, there's so many teams. I think it's like Street Profits. It's a fatal. It's a fatal four way. Yeah, Street that. Profits, Alpha Academy, them, and there's like one more team. team. Yeah, there's one more team. Is it? Uh, it's, it's not Lucha, is it? Lucha House Party. I, I, I don't think so. It's the SmackDown yeah, Tag Division. Why are you asking me to pay attention to that? Because we, I don't know. All of our uh, listeners are so excited right now. It's like, oh, I can hear right, them googling. I can hear them. Dude, you don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know how I'm trying to be like, how do I Google who the flip are these people fighting? What is that? What would that day be? The, the, the ninth? I don't know. Uh, I just, I just, I just uh, match, uh, search SmackDown tag team title match on Friday. <laughs> on Friday, <laughs> teams announcing the Fatal Four. Here we go. Gotcha. Teams announcing the Fatal Four: Ziggler, Rude, yeah. uh, Profits, uh, Ziggler, Rude, the Street Profits, Ray and Dominic, and Otis and Chad Gable. <gasps> oh, that's right. And there's actually okay. Now that I've heard that. I think they're going to give it to Ray and Dominic because I think See, that's the last thing that Ray wants. <laughs> not like, uh, not like that's the last thing he hopes happen, but I think like Ray's said that like, he'd, he'd like to. They, they they call themselves the Dirty Dogs, right? Yeah, which is not okay. That's not the worst thing. It's not. It's like, not because they're heels. If they lose them, and it will be to Ray and Dominic, I would like um, Alpha Academy to win. And then through you the mean, tag division, them to set up weird, like suddenly heal Alpha Academy. Well, they all he, he always was uh, a heel. It's well, what I'm saying is like uh, Gables and Otis before they became a team were just like, yeah, we're gonna make you, we're gonna pump you up, we're gonna well, you're gonna Gable join. Always through the, this Alpha Academy thing, like has been doing this like. As he's convincing Otis, he's always like smirking at the camera with like this evil smile. So I think it was always like Gable was the bad guy and he was trying to corrupt Otis. Well, Um, he did. He did. I would really like I see for me, I would like to see them win it. And then for uh, Otis to be this unstoppable force type thing in the tag division. So that then when Ray and Dominic have to win or win the titles, it's like... I mean, they're both two smaller guys. They had to go up against this like powerhouse in Otis. See, here's I, the thing. I think that's better, but eh. here's my fantasy booking. Ready? Do it's it. Fan- it's 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 fantasy booking time. Put the put the logo the on the screen. The comes out and burns the titles. Yes, uh, that's my other Done. fantasy. Done. Got it. No, I want I want there to be this like funky finish the silly you know a, a fishy finish on Whoa, friday about, like, a funky fresh finish will funky smith comes finish. out and dj jazzy jeff drops a beat he starts let singing really style yes let me finish so they have that and then at wrestlemania <laughs> they're you know bragging they're like yeah we get to go to wrestlemania and it's easy street we don't have nobody to fight <laughs> And then they're out there in the ring bragging about how they don't have anyone to fight that they get to coast into. And Teddy Long strolls out and says, you know what you players need? With The Undertaker. 
Maybe, but no. Uh, he comes out and he goes, you know what you players need? We're going to have ourselves a six-man tag team championship match. And he just starts naming tag teams and they start come rolling down. Like, that's what I want. I want Teddy Long to come out and have a good old-fashioned SmackDown tag team announcement. You won me over with Teddy Long because... No, what would have been what would be the best is if he goes through all his things. If he he comes out, he goes, "Oh yeah, well you think y'all got out of WrestleMania? You have to go one on one with the Undertaker." And somebody runs out, and, and then goes, someone comes up, they're like, and, and like whispers in his ear, he goes, "Retired since when? Retired for a whole year? Okay, what about that Kane? And, what about then, that Kane fella? And no, no, then no, he didn't know. He just went in the hall. Players? Well, then you have to defend your titles in a six man tag match. And so the guy's like, and he's like, "What do you mean you can't defend a tag title with with three men on a team?" Fine, fine, fine. And he's like a good old fashioned tag match, and then a team comes out, and then the Hardys. You gonna go one on one? No, not the Hardys. And then the Hardys come okay. out, and everyone okay. loses their okay. mind. Um, slight side piece, slight okay. little diversion, because we do need oh, to get actually Ace get into. Okay, Hulk. hit me up with that side piece, Ace. Hit me up with that side piece, Ace. I'm talking about a side piece of information. What? Why are you giving me this look? You're the one that said you had a side piece of information. See, you, so, now you're just thinking dirty hold on, thoughts. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. We do need to get into WrestleMania because that yes. is like, it's it's the crux of what's going to happen yeah, this it's, whole it's week. it's kind of important. It's kind of important. Have you heard the really stupid drama where people are telling Jeff Hardy that he should ditch WWE and go to AEW all because they did not include their return in WWE's top 10 WrestleMania pops? Are you kidding me, Internet? Do I feel like they were snubbed? Sure. Do yeah, I also feel like you guys are getting a little worked up over a YouTube top 10 series? Yes. 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 <laughs> this is not WWE yeah. snubbing. Matt went on the Twitter and was like, hey, guys, I don't want to be rude, but it's 100% because I work for AEW now, and they're trying to limit people that are now on the other show in their no, material no shit. no shit that's why the, that's why there was no chris jericho top 10 anything that's why there's no yeah. jack swagger top 10 anything like yeah. that's why even though there was a huge pop for rusev coming out in a tank that yeah. there wasn't a thing because it's as much as we're oh. going bonanza over the fact that chris jericho is fixing to be on the broken skull podcast i was just about to say we haven't talked about still this yet. a limit <laughs> There's we, still we a limit on what you expect. Yes, we are going to bring it up because that happens on after night two on Sunday. We're going to get there. Um, oh, crap. That, that's after night two? Yes, it's debuting on after night two, just like any other Broken Skull session. I'm not going to be able to watch it live because I'll be driving home. You just you, you turn it on your phone. You set your phone in the thing. You don't need a list to watch. You just want to <laughs> listen. I'll, I'll just uh, piss Justin off. I'll be like, you drive. I watch. I'll tell you what yeah. he says. Just have him hold the phone and just occasionally like flip phone. it over. While he's driving. He's driving with one hand and like just has the no, like, no, no, no. Like he's in the, he's in the passenger seat, so he's got to hold the phone. You'd be like, turn that on, turn it up. Anyway, um, but yeah, yeah. y'all, internet, chill, okay. Well, no, internet Duke. also chill with uh Jericho Stone Cold because um we talked about this. It's awesome. I okay. I'm a fan of when wrestling comes together. Um, I don't even like though my we know that WWE is notorious for not. 
This is yeah. obviously like their first attempt. This is like, look, uh, this, this is, is their first us. attempt since 1993, I believe it was, when they allowed yes. ECW to invade Raw to hype up their uh, paper, the first ever ECW pay per view, which was either yeah. 93 or 94, I believe. And even that oh. was like, like kind of barely like because this I wasn't mean, like a direct rivalry they, this was they got, you know, they got a segment uh three weeks in a row it was crazy um, right what i mean though is like ecw doing the invasion thing like that was like not quite the same caliber as AEW WWE. It, well, you know i mean it was definitely a rivalry but i mean it was no like wwe wcw for example here's the thing is i i have two trains of thoughts of the way wrestling fans act towards this because one hand people act like it's a big deal because like oh they're in the middle of a war i'm just going to be honest here there's no wednesday night war there never was aw said there was manufactured they're they're manufacturing it because they know that that builds buzz that builds all of this and that's fine that's smart business that is smart good for you aew it seems to have worked out for you i love aew because you did it in your first year so like it 100 percent made sense to just do that yeah no no it was brilliant but wrestling fans have worked themselves into a shoot to where they think this is an actual war and that bothers me a oh, little bit. It's like, guys, it, it's mainly down. due to the fact that Chris Jericho, bless his heart, did not help by constantly tweeting yeah. the ratings. And it's just like well, at a certain point, it's just like, dude. Yeah, I, I agree. But so on that aspect, it's calmed down. But then on the other aspect of there was like some people I saw that's acting like it's not a big deal. They're like, oh, this is what happens. Like, you know, um, this is just like rich guys uh, getting richer, talking about like Vince and Tony Khan. And it's like, it is, but okay, one, if you want to not be impressed by anything because of rich guys getting richer, then you're not impressed with anything in life because that's what life is. Stop living under a rock. Two, like I hate to break it to you, Tony Khan, when he you know, convinces yeah. you to buy buy that merch. Like that's rich guys getting richer. Okay. Let's, yeah. let's all be perfectly honest here. Right. But like, here's the thing is like some people, so some people are like poo pooing this. It's like, guys, like I just said earlier, WWE has not on air verbally recognized another promotion since 1993 in doing business with ECW. So I mean, let's not act. close. They came close when they were talking about like KO's previous friends, and that's like the closest they've edged to it. And I'll see the no, the closest they've done is letting CM Punk say ROH in New Japan on WWE television during the pipe bomb. That's that's the closest. But like for them to, and I get it's like oh, it's on WWE Network, it's not on uh, Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. But let's be honest here. So one, it is on WWE Network, which they still run, so Vince can still say no to. So Vince is allowing. Uh, another company's wrestler to come on their show, you know they're going to talk about AEW. There's no way there's no way that interview ends and Jericho never said one thing about AEW. And right. then two, you know that commercial tonight on Raw, they're going to be like, oh, and after WrestleMania, stay tuned for the Broken Skull Ranch. Or during WrestleMania, they're going to be like, oh, and right after this on Peacock is the Broken Skull session where Stone Cold's guest is Chris Jericho. That's going to happen. And yeah. so it's like we shouldn't downplay that this is a big deal. It is rich guys getting rich, but that's that's what this industry is. Uh, but it is a big deal. And it's not a big deal because it's a war. 
it's a big deal because D- WWE, in some form or fashion, is acknowledging another company, and that's a big deal. Yes, that like let's stop, let's stop playing this up. I mean, it's it's a big deal. Don't yeah. don't not hype it. However, let's not say like oh this is either side winning the war or this is you know yeah like it's a big step. Let's just enjoy it, okay? Agreed. Agreed. And uh, what's interesting is what it's com- what it's coming on after. What do you mean? It's coming on after night two of WrestleMania. I don't know if you've heard about this. Wait, 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 wait. Are you trying to tell me that there is two WrestleManias this year? I mean, technically, there were two WrestleManias. Is this WrestleMania? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, so you're telling me they're doing 37 and 38 this year? No, they're literally doing what they did last year. Uh, uh, Well, then are you telling me last year was 36 and 37? So this year is 38, 39. Next year is 40? I don't know if you know this, but Wrestle Kingdom also did something similar. And I don't see you freaking out about that. (laughs) Yes, folks, we're getting another. Shut your mouth. We're getting another (laughs) night one and night two of WrestleMania, or as it shall be henceforth named. Quick Papa Mania, because that's just a cooler name. Yeah, it is. Everyone knows it. It's it's on the tip of everyone's tongue. They're all saying it. All these kids, kids nowadays, they're they're skateboarding and 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 listening to Drake and other hip young people things. I'm old, guys. I, <laughs> I love how you. I am old. I love how you're like and other things. Um. Okay, Taz. Before we jump into that, Ace, mm-hmm. you mentioned tag teams. You mentioned that WWE tag teams are kind of in shambles. It's kind of chaotic. It may be like it's it's anarchy, Ace. Well, also, there was some other anarchy this week. There was some arcade anarchy with a tag match in AEW. And I have said what I'm going to say because... Ace has feelings, you guys. And so right here, Ace, this is a safe space. This is a safe space. You can you can express these feelings openly and honestly. We're not going to judge you here. I will not mock or ridicule you any more than I normally do. Um, Ace, take it away. I know you want to talk about this match and kind of ramifications of these match- types of matches. It's good. Ace, I just hyped our listeners for, oh, Ace has something to say, and you say, it's good. It's all right. It's a good match. Yeah, I like OC. He's cool. He's okay. Miro does cool things. It was nice. It was nice. Oh, you want to talk about the fact that it was called Arcade Anarchy, and this is like the ninth something 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 match that they've done this year alone that's what you were that's what you were asking me about about the the orange marmalade or whatever the heck they called that orange hot tub match and the bash at the beach match and insert adjective thing match thing but okay i'm just gonna say it hot take unpopular opinion uh shoot me down 
clarify everything saying I like everybody that was in this match. I liked the wrestling that happened in this match. But the other day, Friday, in fact, uh, there was an announcement from Apollo Crews, who is now clinically insane, that uh, he and Big E were apparently going to have another match, even though this is like the fourth rematch he's gotten and the fourth time he's lost. Somehow it still qualifies him for another match. I guess just because no one else is available. Um, where it's going to be Big E versus Apollo Crews in a Nigerian drum fight. And as I started wondering, the heck is that? I started getting like Punjabi prison uh, flashbacks and electric death cage mats. And... And just started thinking about the fact that, like, wow, these gimmick matches are really, really silly. Oh, and then I. Yeah, I'm sorry to stop you there. I just want you to know I've been hard at work the last few days doing research and I found out what the drumline match is. It's not a drumline. It's just Nigerian drum fight. Nigerian drum fight. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I found out what it is. Okay, so so what the match is, is after both entrances, both uh, uh, participants are in the ring. And there is those setup of drums that you wear during drumline battles. And so they start off the match and there is a referee and there is a, a judge and they give them each 30 seconds to do a drumline thing. And at the end, they both get it. And so then the judge uh, judges whether somebody actually beats someone. If not, the match starts, they beat each other up and they fight for five minutes. After that five minutes, they have to drum battle again. So if you beat your opponent up enough to where he cannot serve you with some mad fat drum beats, you lose. That is the match, Ace. See, now, now Ace, now I have to ask you, doesn't the Anarchy Arcade sound better than this match? <laughs> No, even with your outlandish description, I'm still reminded that we've got anarchy, uh, arcade anarchy. Does it help to know that this judge is going to be Nick Cannon? No. Okay. Because what? Because here's the thing. Before I get into the AEW side of things, what I'm concerned that this will be is they badly want the trial by combat scene from Black Panther in a wrestling ring. I'm convinced that that's what yeah. they're going to do is some kind of Black Panther trial by combat thing. Oh, my and God. I'm, he is totally going to yell to the crowd. Is this your champion? Yes. And so I'm very concerned because this could go. They could either do it correct where it's obviously like an homage. Yeah. Or it could just be incredibly racist uh, and just I don't way listen, too. over. Listen, listen, listen. One. I don't think necessarily, even if you did the whole thing, it would be racist. But but see, that's me just saying, hey, doing a wrestling match in the style of a trial by combat isn't racist. But then you have to throw in it is WWE and Vince loves his stereotypes, which is the reason that Apollo Crews has an accent for no explainable reason. No, 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 no. So now the accent thing doesn't make sense. I, I appreciate that he's doing this like Nigerian prince thing. Uh, fine. It, and he's committed to it. They so like first Kofi Kingston him. Yeah, that, it, it is weird that he obviously talked fine. And now he talks different. 
See what it is? He's uh, that annoying guy that like you knew in high school and he just talked normal. Then Ancestry.com showed up. He sent in his blood and they came back and they're like, oh, dude, you're like 65% British. And the next time you say it, he's like, good day, governor. Oh, I went to the look and look. I mean, and it's like, dude, shut up. You've never been no. to England. Shut your mouth. That you know, is really funny. Apollo Cruz is Apollo Cruz went to ancestry.com, found out he had a Nigerian ancestor that once was a prince, and now he's walking around with some ridiculous scarf and spear. And it's like, I run country. It's like, dude, shut um, up. The more realistic uh, reason is probably that Vince finally got around to seeing Black Panther. Uh, um, or, or Vince just looked in the news and something was happening in Nigeria. And Vince was like, no, no. Oh, I tell you what it is. I tell you what it is. Vince finally opened up his own email box and got one of those emails from the Nigerian prince. And people told him, it's like, no, Vince, it's just a scam. It's just a scam. People from Nigeria just scamming people. He goes, oh, I got a gimmick for someone. Wait, you're telling me that these Nigerian prince scammers are evil? (gasps) Wait a minute. (laughs) <laughs> you just see ding but said uh, mark my words if uh apollo cruz wins that championship he, the next uh, uh part of his gimmick is he's going to start convincing people that if you give me money i will talk people into giving uh you a title shot and he'll just be taking people's money and never giving them title shots mark my words i like that because he'll always find a way out, he'll always uh, find a way out. <laughs> all that said done and said uh I'm still interested in the match because it's still going to be Big E and Big E has been putting on a clinic of character Big development e lady. The only reason I'm interested in that match, not to say anything negative about Apollo Crews, but it's just, it's a match that the name, you don't know what that means. And anytime you hear a match that you're like, I don't know what that is. You always go in hesitant. No matter if the best wrestler in the world there, you go in hesitant. But like you said, Big E has so much equity with me that I'm like, I'll 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 go in there with you. I'll I'll take this ride. Um, to to you were you were you were talking about uh my opinion on the arcade anarchy thing. Yes, yes, yes. Our our tangents abide, but uh yes, the arcade anarchy. We were, we were going to that. Um, my issue. I guess with that is all that we just had, all that we just did uh, about the Nigerian drum fight thing. I don't see those questions and reactions on the AEW side of things. And we kind of had, like, we talked about this a little bit prior um, that, you know, like we talked about, um, the validity or however you want to look at it of the, the orange Cassidy Chris Jericho match. Yeah. The most uh, mayhem, the most mayhem. And I, and I mentioned then that like, wow, like we're, we're getting away with this because we're AEW and it's still shiny and new. And then I think there's been like two or three more like themed gimmick matches since then. And I've just noticed that like, everyone's like, Oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be fun. And uh, then having this same kind of reaction that I do over like Nigerian jump fight, we have no idea what it is, but people already have this negative 
like reaction to it. Yeah. Like my question, it goes right back to when I brought it up at the Mimosa Mayhem. Why does why does AEW get a pass? I think it's only a certain fan that gives them a pass because I think right now fans have, like I said, worked themselves into a shoot to where they actually think there's a war. So it's you either like AEW or like WWE. You can't like both. You can't like both. And so now it's like, oh, AEW is doing something. It's great. Oh, WWE is doing something. It's terrible. Or vice versa. WWE is great. AEW is terrible. You know, and like it has become both of those things. And it, 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 it let me be honest, it's, it, it it's a crappy environment uh, yeah. to be like that. I am glad social media wasn't around during actual Monday Night Wars because it would have been ugh, annoying. I mean, but. it was, and it just was still early enough where like nobody really saw it because I I can remember forums like wrestling based forums that were just like toxic. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true too. I, I will say this: um, no one wants to say this, but I will. AEW in the um I guess specialty matches, like kind of the ones they make up, they don't have a good track record. Um because listen, exploding barbed wire match, that's that's not an AEW original, right? Yeah, we, that one already exists before. That so, already like, get- in Japan. so I'm not even going to be like, oh, that was a because I'm not counting. Well, it still wasn't handled good. But that's not in that's not in the same vein. Um, what I mean is where they have like a theme and it's literally just like visual aesthetic. Yeah. There's nothing um, specifically different about it. Mimosa Mayhem, I I, I don't think was good. I don't no, think it was just a wrestling um, match. Britt Baker, big swole match in the dentist office was good. Um well, that was more of a uh like their attempt at a cinematic match. It, that wasn't a cinematic match. It was just a match in a dentist office. But even like, I'm going to count the cinematic matches because uh, Stadium Stampede was great. Uh, the Darby Allen, Sting, Cage, and all that uh, uh, warehouse fight, great. Um, I liked Arcade Anarchy. I thought it was paced very well. I thought Chris Statlander's return was freaking phenomenal. I think the fact that uh, Miro was beating Orange Cassidy with the whack-a-mole hammer was great. Um, I think Trent's return was fun. I, I think from start to finish, I think it was a fun match. I will give you this. We could have just made that a street fight, you know? Um, I'm fine with wacky matches like that for the most part. Like I said, especially one like that that's done well. The problem is with any sort of wacky match is you always risk one, like you said, arcade anarchy, uh, drumline, who's got next match at WrestleMania. All these matches, when you hear them, you're like, I don't know what that is, right? And the problem with wrestling nowadays is back in the day, they're like, oh, we're going to do an elimination chain. What's that? And then this video package would come in and be like 18 miles of steel chain, four pods. And like they'd explain to you the match. So like as you're going into it, you're like, OK, yeah. And they sort of sort of did that with Mimosa Mayhem. But um, the, the problem is, is they're just like, oh, this match is happening. Well, what, what match is that? Ah, you'll see Sunday. And it's just like if you're going to introduce a new wacky match. Let the audience know what they are watching. Try to create anticipation. Just giving me a name doesn't make me anticipate anything. 
a prime example of that, even something that where WWE did this, is when they announced the Ambrose Asylum match, but didn't really yeah. describe what it would be. And then when we saw it, we were like, oh, so it's Steel Cage with weapons. Yeah. Which, fine. Just tell us that. Just be like, Ambrose Asylum, they're locked inside a Steel Cage, um, and they can bring anything, uh, and anything you can imagine might be in. You know, say, say something like that. You know, like, build up the anticipation but it's like when you don't tell me anything about what type of match it is it makes me think going into the match it's like oh they don't even believe in this match because they don't want to tell me what it is so they don't even think that it's going to succeed you know like okay so here's here's something that that, that's interesting that I, i was thinking about as you were you were talking a prime example of something that gets away with it but shouldn't get away with it we have tables matches yeah, we have ladder matches. Yep, but somehow TLC is different because all a TLC match is is it's a ladder match where they tell them to use tables and chairs. There's not the focus. The tables tables match is the focus. That's well, how you win. Ladder you match think, is the focus. That's how you win. But you would think traditionally TLC, in a ladders match, you mainly you used to at the beginning you never brought tables and chairs into it, right? And in a table match, you very rarely saw like a ladder come out, right? Um, you may see a chair, but you know, you usually didn't. So it's like when TLC first came out, you were combining three things that these three things usually weren't all in the same match. Well, but now I mean, like, t- what, they- what I would say to that is the reason I don't like TLC matches is because they're just regular type match, even though ladder's not regular but they're they're just a type of match that's got like sweetener on top and it's not necessary so like it's a ladder match and oh there's tables and chairs there's always tables and chairs they could have always used tables and chairs they just weren't they just weren't set out so that's why when i get into the arcade and the arcade anarchy it was just like a no dq street fight match there wasn't anything with the name but where like arcade, but that's just it. There was nothing about the quote gimmick that was that was specific to the match, like dependent on the match. So like the Punjabi prison match, that thing is insane. It's a steel cage match, but the reason it to me gets a slight pass is because the actual cage was different and it had two layers to it. Yeah, agree. So if you're gonna have a gimmick match. The gimmick itself needs to be integral to the match. So when you say you have a tables, ladders, and chairs match, they're like, oh, a TLC, tables, ladders, and chairs. Only one of those matters. Ladders. You're right, Ace. Mimosa Mayhem match. Ace, you're right, and I have the answer. So we're going to do Arcade Anarchy 2 at Quick Popamania. And what it is is this. It's a cinematic match. We actually go to an arcade, and it's whoever can get 25 tickets first. But I don't no, want you to do it. So, like, I may, like, punch you. I may beat you up. And then after I beat you down, then I'm going to whack-a-mole. And I'm trying to get all the tickets. I'm, I'm shooting it up in skee-ball. And so here's that the thing. is the match. Here's the thing. While I would like to say that, you could have just stopped at that first sentence. If you want to have an arcade anarchy match, do it in an arcade. Now yeah. it makes sense. But when you're having an arcade anarchy match where, like, oh, it's, it's almost the equivalent of the boss told me to decorate. They're like, oh, I have an arcade anarchy match, but it's still like in a wrestling match. And someone's like, ah, there's a whack-a-mole. And uh, there's a, like, they weren't crucial to it. Whereas if you do an arcade anarchy, like the stadium stampede match, 
that was just a who can pin who match, you know, like yeah. it was an elimination match. But the stadium came into play. So when it was a stadium stampede match, we had stadium. And at one point, uh, Hangman Page got on a, a horse and tried to run someone over. So that was yeah. the stampede part. But that's my point. It was included. So when you have stuff that's like Ambrose Asylum, it's just steel cage with weapons. Yeah. When you have, uh, but like, the, I'll tell you what, the early 2000s, late 90s and early 2000s WWE was good about having silly matches, but the matches were like, what they were about was integral. So when they had like the Texas three corners match with the Texas rope and it was like JBL and Eddie Guerrero and they were tied and you had to touch the four corners. Oh yeah, a bull rope match. Right, but that's my point. That could have just been whatever you want to call it. But that's just it. That could have just been a hardcore match or an ODQ match. Yeah, but that's also a traditional wrestling match. Like right. you can go back and see that match throughout wrestling history. Arcade Anarchy, you you don't see too many wrestling matches where they're like they're gonna beat each other with a whack-a-mole. But that's what I'm saying. If all the difference is is the themed weapons outside the ring, then it's to me that's boring. I think this also goes back to a kind of a problem with wrestling, whereas most of the type of matches have all been done and it's hard to get a new type of match. But everyone is trying to get something new uh, that you haven't seen. So you'll watch their show. So they're trying to do something different and shake it up like and it comes off as when you have exploding barbed wire match. You got what was the lit, what was like, what was on the 10. There was exploding barbed wire. Yeah. It wasn't just a DQ mat, no DQ match that had some stuff. Like, there was explosions. What you're saying, like, wire. If whatever the match says it is, let it be that. Don't let it yeah. just be like, oh, we put up some prompts. Like, if you're going to have a Nigerian drum match, okay, make it where the drum aspect is critical or integral to the match. Like for every pin, one drum thing starts playing and you have to get like X number of drums playing or something to that nature. Don't make it just like there's drums outside and they play because then it's just a hardcore or no DQ match with drums. Okay, okay Ace, 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 I got my second pitch for what this match is. You have so a drum outside the ring and they start playing. Okay, hold on, hold on, to- hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Why is it constantly a drum line? Like, this is Nigerian African style fine, rooted, and fine. you keep bringing like the ATL drumline drum into this. Drum line. This is the simple white guy in me. Fine. Nigerian um, drum lords. Is that better? Nigerian drum lords. Sure. Just era. whenever and you say drumline, I'm picturing Nick Cannon uh, getting well, his spot on. Pitch, so I kind of merged the two. So sue me. Anyway, there's drummers all around the ring, and they're going. Travis Barker's out there, everyone. And they're going. And um, it's basically an Iron Man match, but with drums. So what it is, is the drummers start playing and whoever can get the most pinfalls before the last drummers tired is too tired to continue to drum wins. The match could be a 30 minute match. It could be a three hour match. It depends how good of drummers you get. I'm like I said, <laughs> bottom line, if you're going to have a gimmick match, the gimmick needs to make sense. Ace, I don't think what you appreciate all down. the gold that I'm giving. I, no, because you're just Ron, just in a different body at this point. What? That's it. Um, I'm going to text these ideas to Ron. I need somebody to appreciate me. He will. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> he 
but no, I, the, se- the second one he'll just uh, he'll just like the first one he will love. The first one he's on board. Yeah, no, I know. Like he's I on said, board. like I, my, if you're gonna have a Nigerian drum match, literally have drums set up, and you win by throwing your opponent through like three drums, literally like chucking them through the drums, <laughs> like just do something where it's not just visually themed. I don't. I don't care for visually themed gimmick matches because it's just a regular match with a pretty coat of paint. I guess. It'd be like it'd be it'd be like when they were like uh, when they did the quote like hell you know in a cell and then they made the the cell like all red and scary and it was like all right well, that was dumb. pretty bad the year that they were like let's do a red cell only yeah. red cells would be in hell. That's why I say like <laughs> visual gimmick matches like just visual addition gimmick matches are dumb if you can have a gimmick match have a gimmick match but you don't want to go too far with exactly the match should be what what it should be because that's when we get a kennel from hell match and we have dogs pooping outside the ring true now here's the thing you have to be realistic you can't be like if you go outside the dogs will eat you no no, they won't. So let's not even like say that i mean honestly if you get thrown out of the ring and exploding barbed wire thing landmines will go off with a little bit of a stretch even for that you know oh yeah they're gonna throw him across and he's gonna land on a landmine and i know what happens when someone lands on a landmine and i've unfortunately as a child of the internet seen what happens when someone steps on a landmine and let me just say john moxley shouldn't have been still here if that was actually landmines underneath am i to understand that you're saying you wish john moxley would have died no, I'm not. But what I'm saying is don't tell me that oh, don't get thrown out of the ring because there's barbed wire with landmines underneath it and then when they do, it's just like someone set off really bad fireworks that they got at like the, the creepy corner I want corner John store. Moxley to know that these thoughts of Ace do not represent the Quick Pop podcast. We here, John, are fans of yours and we want you to live. We want you to be a functioning no member point, of society. We do not at want no point you to die did I say I wanted him to die. I'm saying overselling cheapened what happened god well this is how uh season three is ending people uh ace wants people to get it's murdered i appreciate life so i don't know i don't it, want it like people to come back for season four ace will probably try to murder a man next next season because he wants to up the ante i didn't realize up the ante means no let's not just put fireworks let's put actual landmines in wrestling so people can be murdered let's You're start a drum line so are we gonna have a drum line next season ace is a are, are me and you gonna have a battle is that what you're trying to tell me i mean you going no. to an, an arcade and having a whack-a-mole off here's what is the thing happen? you went the wrong direction when i said i don't want you to describe them as landmines because it overhypes them i'm saying if you're going to like if you're going to say that there's stuff out there don't call it landmines because when you do and then i see what happens i'm disappointed yeah, but blame Japan. They call them land. Yeah, but it's it's 2021 now. Okay, back blame in the, the everyone back was in the code. early eight, yeah so back in the 80s they were like, and the 90s. If there's an explosion in the ground. What do we call it? Landmines. Exactly. I'm just saying it's 2021. Don't call them landmines. You can call them explosives. You could have just called them explosives. It's that they called them landmines, and I'm like, no, incorrect. That's all I'm saying. Okay. 
So the, the whole point we've got on this whole series, I feel like the internet as a whole collectively gives AW a pass on all these insane visual gimmick matches. While they are fun to watch, you know, the internet also hears Nigerian drum fight and they've already decided that this is going to be a bad match. I mean, listen, I just want, in, in I just want honesty, the same courtesy extended. That's all. I agree. I agree. Because in all honesty, like I said, with the competitors in the match, I, I would have liked to have seen. I mean, listen, no, no disrespect to Apollo <laughs> Crews. I would have liked to have seen Biggie had a different opponent since had so many matches. But I guess this is what we're building to. Whatever. Um, but anytime I hear an AJ versus Undertaker last year, it was like a boneyard match. I'm like, so I casket match a buried alive match what's going on like i didn't know what it was um and that's my point they didn't tell you and so then when you arrived like you already knew this is undertaker so it wasn't going to be stupid <laughs> it was AJ Styles, so you knew it wasn't going to be stupid hope. you, you hope. hoped obviously but you had this expectation based on who was in it that's why even though kenny omega said this crazy barbed wire death match and there was like a precedent behind it it was Kenny Omega, so you know it wasn't just going to be dumb. That's true. Um, like, the competitors in a match also, like, kind of dictate how you have a feeling about the match. Okay. So. <sighs> I feel better now. I got that off my chest. Do you? Do you? Did that make you feel like a big man? Uh, no. No, I'm holding a small child. I don't feel like a big man. See? You should um, feel like a big man. You're holding something small. It should make everything small. around me is small. Uh, long and the short and the short and the long of it. Uh, this is a this is an incredible week. This is a busy week. This is the calm. Uh, we got to we had to wrap it up, but I'm just gonna say tonight we have Raw. Yes. Tomorrow. We have the Hall of Fame 2020 and 2021. Oh boy. Wednesday, we have Standard Liver Night One. And AEW. And AEW. I, I was going on a theme, but you are correct. We do also have AEW. <laughs> Thursday, we have Standard Liver Night Two. And, don't you want to and NXT UK Prelude? Which is funny because. The NXT title or the UK title is being on the defended <laughs> on, the, on the NXT review, but there's also an, a UK event going on. <laughs> sure. You got you know the people at that event are just like that gummit, like our our, our prize title's not even here. <laughs> uh and then Friday we have SmackDown, the go home show, the true go home show before Saturday night one WrestleMania and Sunday night two. WrestleMania. Yeah. It's it's gonna be intense. That's a um, wrestling. That's a whole lot of wrestling. Glad I'm not working for time so I can watch it. And then another part of me is like, yeah, but I still don't have a life. Like nothing <laughs> has sucked all my life away from me. And I'm just going to be honest here, everyone, in the quick pop uh universe. Uh, this week is my birthday week, so yeah, boy, me is extremely happy that the week of when, my when, birth I get all this wrestling. When's your birthday specifically? 
uh, it would be tomorrow if you're watching this. Uh, if you're watching this live on Ace of Spades Card Twitch channel, yes, tomorrow, April sixth, is my birthday. Cool. So the Hall of Fame falls on your birthday. Yes, exactly. I, I, I listen. I didn't want to say anything. They are uh, inducting me via Zoom. Call. Um, Hulk Hogan and the NWO that I'm going in as an official NWO member. It's very humbling, and I, I humbly accept this. And I just want to say that um, as of uh, this podcast, I will be wearing nothing but NWO shirts because when you are NWO for life. And thank you very much to, for all my fans and all of this. It, it, it means the world to me, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm. This is just to let y'all know. This is just a taste of the speech I will be giving. Um, they are giving Hogan five minutes, and they're giving me fifteen. It's very humbling, very nice, and I, I know I have touched the lives of wrestling, and hopefully I've touched y- you guys as well. I know Ace tells me I've touched him, and he <laughs> explains to me how much he enjoys it. Um, yes, uh, you know what? Uh, we'll just say it because, uh, technically this podcast will f- officially go out afterwards. Uh, happy birthday, Jake. Oh, um, I didn't say that for that, but yes. No, I mean, it's tomorrow, but you know, the podcast doesn't come out to Wednesday, so I got to say it now. That um, way it's still technically relevant tomorrow. And yeah, I, I get it. You're trying to make sure you don't forget. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I'm I'm covering my bases so that we somewhere on a recording I have it and I can just play it and be like, oh well, it was meant to be on. I edited it on Tuesday. I was, hey man, um, I, I, I randomly will talk to people and say something about your birthday. I'm like, they're like, when is it? They're like a month from now. Like, oh, happy birthday. That way a month from then I don't have to say it, you know? It's you gotta, Yeah, we'll have to uh, we'll we'll bring we'll bring it up again Sunday since that's when I'll see you. Um Okay. So anyway, uh, that that about wraps it up. We've got to go take uh, copious amounts of naps uh, because it's just it's it's an insane week. Yes. Um, no sleep. And no, no, no sleep gang. Uh, at least it's not like a crazy like NXT or, or not NXT, a crazy New Japan uh, week where like we literally would have gotten no sleep. I think we're going to uh, come into the podcast just to let you all know next week when you tune in. Um, We'll each be like dozing off. So if you just hear one of us like talking, then suddenly we get louder. We're trying to wake the other guy up. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it, we're just going to be falling asleep on you guys. Not even. Um, that's our show. Make sure to check out uh, all of our socials Facebook at Quick Pop Podcast, Twitter at Quick Pop Cast. Um, follow me. <coughs> Excuse me. Follow me over at twitch.tv slash Ace of Spades card. Uh, it is where we host the podcast live every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, also, catch our, our podcast. It comes out every Wednesday. Um, you can get it on just about every podcast hosting medium you know. Uh, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, BoxCast, CastBox, uh there's there's tons of them. Work normal. Can't even, that one. That's a good one. Theoretically, if that existed, probably. Um, but basically, you can get our podcast just about everywhere you you uh, receive your podcasts. Uh, also, make mention because we haven't, but it feels like I need to make sure. Uh, if you are looking to support the podcast in any way, obviously we do take donations. We do take uh, you know just uh, critique. Uh, drop us a line come on the podcast but we most especially want to thank grenade gum for semi unofficially slash officially uh sponsoring the podcast Man, uh, it up with that are... don't say semi we down well, let me grenade. put it to you this 
let me put it to you this way. They haven't directly given us money, but they have given us the opportunity to receive some money in that we now have an affiliate code. If you want to get yourself an order of grenade gum, some of the best gum that I have ever had on the planet. And I will be that would be one of the fun things that we do on Sunday is I'll be letting Jake try some so he too can experience the explosive taste that is grenade are, gum. Are, are we Go going to grenade. record my live reaction as our next commercial for them? Sure, something like that. Uh, Go to grenadegum.com, grenadesgum.com. Uh, use promo code ACEGUM to get 10% off your uh, order. All orders over $10 get free shipping, and all orders over 25 get priority shipping. Definitely, definitely go check out Grenade Gum uh, while we're in the uh, pilfering, penny-pinching, show-us-the-money mood. Uh, balls, we're still here. We're still waiting. Uh, I wrote you. You never answered. That's okay, though. <coughs> um, Balls will still accept that sponsorship any day. Um, but for reals, go check out Balls. Uh, fantastic product, fantastic people. Um, and we will continue to shill until they actually give us the green, green go-ahead. Um, but in the meantime, y'all keep keep it tight. Watch the uh, Twitter. Uh, there is the possibility, not definite, but possibility of a bonus episode somewhere this week. Uh, if I can get that together, um, that'll be released. Uh, that'll be released the same day, and ex- you'll be able to hear it live, same place. Uh, but I, I don't know when, so just kind of keep it tight. Listen, watch the Twitter quick podcast. Uh, my name has been Ace. This is Jake. Uh, Jake. Yes. What are you going to leave us on today, Jake? It's your birthday tomorrow slash yesterday. Um. Uh, please don't worship me. I am just a humble man. Way, is- way ahead of you. Try something different. Oh, <laughs> um, um, buy me a lot. Buy me lots of things. Um, yeah. Uh, and well, you know what? You know what? World peace. Let's let's go with that. Everyone, you heard for it. my birthday. Do, do do world peace and do things. You heard, and buy a bunch you heard of balls. Here, folks. No, here, here you go. Here you go. For my birthday, everyone write balls and tell them. And I want you to quote this in your letter. How dare you? Number one, balls. The number one question we have for you is how dare you not support this podcast yet? We are literally just devouring blue balls on this pod. And we are doing it in your name for you. And you don't have the balls to send us a free T-shirt. We don't want money. We just want free t-shirts. Okay, okay, we want the money. Please give us the money. Guys, we are broke. We need sponsors. Balls, please. please. Okay, th- th- this went off the tracks. You hear it here, folks. For Jake's birthday, he wants world peace and you to buy him lots of things. Quote that. Jake, April 5th, 2021. 6th. 7th. 8th. No, we won't say this on the 8th. <laughs> Good night, everyone, and enjoy your week. We most definitely will. And we'll see you at minimum on Sunday at some point in some fashion for night two. Quick Papa Mania. Farewell. Oh, 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 oh. It's WrestleMania. Fighting to survive. Pop it up, pop it up.
Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at Quick Pop Cast, Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast, and Instagram as well at the Quick Pop Podcast. Any of those are great ways to reach out to the hosts of the show, and we'd love to talk to you as well. We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too. So get in touch with us today. <laughs>